Ho, ho, hello, and welcome to a very Christmassy episode <laughs> of Sequel Pitch, the podcast where four friends review a movie and then pitch a sequel to it. I am Father Christmas himself, Andy Henry, and the elves working in the pitch room in this episode <laughs> are a man who smells like beef and cheese and sits on a throne of lies. It's Ross Harmston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting on it right now, stewing for my Christmas <laughs> food, I guess. <laughs> And a man who also likes to sing naked in the shower, and I would know, it's Drew Toynbee. <laughs> Exclusively Michael Bublé. <laughs> only Michael Bublé covers. No, and, and yeah, it's covers, by the way. It's ve- I take it very seriously. <laughs> You've got the brass band in there and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I had to throw Matt Rushton out of the toy room into the cold, so he wouldn't—he won't be joining us this episode. But don't feel bad for him. The son of a nutcracker shoved eleven cookies into my Blu-ray player, <laughs> and that's not as sexual as it's supposed to sound. <laughs> right then, come with me on my Christmas sleigh as we revisit the 2003 John Favreau, Will Ferrell Christmas comedy Elf. As always, we recap what happened in the film in our 60-second synopsis. And in order to fit in 60 seconds, I'm going to have to use my slightly higher, sped-up elf voice. On Christmas Eve, a baby in an orphanage sneaks into Santa's bag and is accidentally taken to the North Pole. Santa decides to let Papa Elf adopt the baby and the other elves name him Buddy. Buddy grows up believing he's an elf, but no, there's something uh, special about him. So Papa Elf reveals Buddy's real dad is a book publisher in New York uh, who remarried after uh, Buddy's birth mother passed away and tells Buddy he should find him so he can be with his real family. Buddy then floats on an ice block to Canada, I'm guessing, and then walks to New York, uh, where he finds his father, Walter, played by James Kahn, who wants nothing to do with Buddy as he sees he's dressed as an elf and just assumes he's crazy. Later, Buddy walks into a department store and is misunderstood to be an employee dressed as an elf and meets Jovi, played by Zoe Deschanel Source. As his relationship with Jovi improves, cheap joke, but I went for it. As his relationship with Jovi improves, his relationship with his father gets worse, and Buddy decides to return to the North Pole, not feeling at home with his family. But when Eddie, uh, when Eddie, when Buddy sees Santa's sleigh fall from the sky and land in Central Park, Santa reveals his sleigh runs on Christmas spirit, and it seems the world doesn't believe in Santa anymore. So he needs Buddy's help to fix the engine the sleigh now uses. When Walter realizes he's not being the best father to Buddy or his other son Michael, he quits his job and runs to Central Park, which is now overcrowded with people and news cameras after a supposed Santa sighting. Jovi, who was also at the scene, realizes the only way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud so all can hear, and gets everyone around Central Park and watching TV to sing Santa Claus is coming to town, raising Christmas cheer, so, uh, raising Christmas cheer so Santa and Buddy can fly out of the park and deliver the Christmas presents. And then we end with, uh, and we end uh, learning Walter has opened up his own publishing company and his first book is based on Buddy's life. And Buddy and Jovi take their newborn step, uh, newborn daughter Susie to meet Papa Elf at the North Pole. Hi everyone, just a quick note from the editor here. Reducing Andy's summary down to 60 seconds made it literally inaudible, so we're very sorry that it comes in at the 83 second summary. Enjoy the rest of the episode, bye! Ah, oh, there we go. Oh. Alright. Ah, oh, well boys. We're all Will Ferrell fans, I'm guessing, here, aren't we? So Absol- we Absolutely. All... Absolutely. How do we like the film and is it a Christmas classic, Drew? It's, it's, it's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I, Have you changed your mind over the years? I, it's not that I've changed my mind. It was mm. this elf was never on my radar. I don't think it ever really? went onto my radar until probably I got to university and I still didn't actually watch it. Yeah. At that point, it was just I knew the funniest lines like buddy, buddy, the elf, what's your favorite color? And and <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies and etc 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 and and so i and i had watched it at some point in the last few years but not paid attention like it must have been on tv around christmas and like i would have been dipping in and out or something and so i sat down to watch this <laughs> expecting to be like 
I'm blown away. Like, people say this is the best Christmas movie, like, the the Christmas movie that you have to watch and that mm. it's absolutely incredible. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's Ooh. It's got some really funny bits. Yeah. It... It, it Will Ferrell is really good. He's he's like <laughs> I loved the bit of trivia that basically they uh, when Favreau was tweaking the script, he was watching his one year old son for inspiration yeah. and like okay, if anything a one year old would do, Buddy would do. And as I was reading the trivia, watching the film, and that mm. and I got to that bit, all of a sudden I was like, oh my god, yeah, he is acting just like my kid. He's like, a little yeah crazy. He, as yeah, an actual, like but. It's yeah. and like it is it is a film I feel like it's a film for kids that happens yeah. to have Will Ferrell doing such a funny job that it makes it work on an on an adult level as well. Mm. It's not a classic. Is that it? Ross are those fighting words for you? Do you agree or I agree with Drew. <gasps> oh. oh so Matt is gonna be hating Matt's yeah. gonna be on this episode. So upset. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> so I'd never seen it. <clears throat> what is up with yeah. you boys? Really? How can you call yourself like, Wolf Owl fans yeah, well, like, and a Christmas just Christmas fan well, you've never seen it? I think this. I've seen it, but I couldn't remember it. I never then... said I was a Christmas fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like Grinch. I I must have seen it somewhere in my brain, but is this not a one you watch every Christmas? No, is it li- no, is it... no? It's very interesting. So for yeah. me, um, what did you, Drew? What did you say in the first bit, which I literally agreed to? What did you say when you first started? Um, whatever you, uh, whatever you said to start with, I, I agree. Yeah, um, <laughs> go back and listen to it, uh, and that's the thing that I agree to Drew yeah. about. Um, I I was like I sat down and I was like yeah yeah this is this is a classic and yeah I I was I was like yeah so it's okay like it's basically <laughs> an advert for New York it's just like let's yeah. do all the things that New Yorkers do but other people don't and it's funny they just like half the movie was him just going around doing weird things there was a really nice like I liked I would have liked to have seen more of actually his dad and him and also mm. his actual like his his actual smaller son um and mm. him like you don't really get the sense of James Khan being like this dad who just works all the time yeah. like I would have liked them to do that more and they were the best scene for me Show I was don't like tell. yeah like the best scene for me was when he was like uh well, he essentially says, "Go fuck yourself" to the the to the guy that's like, the, "This meeting can only happen this specific <laughs> right session now on Christmas yeah. Eve." Yeah, Christmas Eve at like what quarter to like what time <laughs> yeah. is that meeting? Yeah. It's like yeah, quarter it's... to nine at night. Or also, something. like, at least. when is this book going to be released? Is it going to be released like yeah, do tomorrow? That, do you have to send it to the mm. printers tomorrow yeah. because this is still just the pitch? Yeah. Like... yeah. <laughs> um. So that bit was the best bit when he was like, mm. "I'm gonna go." with my son um mm. and he was like don't talk to my son like that um yeah that, that was, was really great good. really really lovely yeah. performance i hated zoe deschanel in it i hated really? the sit- i hated the song at the end i thought it was oh it's oh, so she's awkward. got a magical voice she's she got a magical voice, voice yeah. but it's just cheesy it's like 
You better not cry. And then everyone's like, oh, you better not. Santa Claus is coming. Also, yes. the yeah. weird Gestapo, like, people on <laughs> horses. The, 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 park, park the park rangers. Yeah, where... the force horsemen of the popular. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that was and, a good little reference. And the freaking, the newscaster being like, oh, there's still controversy around these, mm. about, around these park rangers <laughs> for their, their handling of... Of a particular protest, like no, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel concert yeah, yeah, yeah. of nineteen eighty six, and like <laughs> little really absurd moments in this movie mm. really work for me. It's the absurdity that works, uh, yeah. And you need the straight man, and James Khan does a great job with what he's got to do, mm. but it actually it doesn't. I feel like it could have gone further, like the elves yeah, just being normal. Like just people with a job, like decent, accepting people. Yeah, it's not that it would be better if they had like hated Buddy or anything yeah. like that, but it it needed to be a bit more bonkers. I I, I mean, there's literally like. like a fucking animated whale and not like <laughs> yeah. So but like then yeah. that, that stops. But that's no. Right. But I mean, no, yeah. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. I'm agreeing oh, with right. you saying that it needed like if you're going to introduce an animated character, then you need to go bonkers with it because like you you started what like going bonkers and then it sort of just goes yeah yeah family yeah. drama yeah and he wears a silly hat yeah i like will farrell comedy mm. where if it was like a very like you know 15 or something it could have been he could have uh gone into it more but no i do <laughs> kind of agree, uh, agree i i i somewhat hate you guys because i love this movie and some <laughs> do agree watching it again now um <laughs> There's like uh, there's bits in the film uh, I do I like I do question the chemistry between Buddy and Jovi like I don't it's get why really, she yeah. likes him <laughs> at all he, yeah. he's not charming he's a bit like I guess silly and cute and all that lot and like naive but like I, like, I don't what, I don't know where that came from and uh, when the the dad's redemption when he when he does give everything in. I don't know. It just seems really quick and un 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 unearned. Everything hey, like, is really James, quick. James Khan. Yeah is the one person that will send that sleigh up into the air by singing. <laughs> he's got that last bit of yeah, voice. Yeah, I was yeah. like, why is he it specifically everyone. him? He's, yeah. he's putting all of Christmas down by not singing that song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's also on the naughty list, and I, I don't know if we ever got like him being taken off the naughty list. I'm guessing he has. But like when he, yeah, that was a big thing explicit. at the start, and I was like, oh, like he'd be on the naughty, he'd be on the good list at the end. And I'm just like, just wasn't there. It, yeah, it was a bit. But ninety three minutes, I think, which is a not a, a, a average, I think, two thousand. Yeah, an hour and a half uh, era film. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, nowadays they would have powered it another half hour, and yeah, we would have had more elves and and stuff like that. The romance was so weird. I'd, yeah, it would have been interesting if they took out Jovi's character and just had it more based on him and his dad. Yeah. Um, and like, if they'd if they'd left the like it, the romance aspect of it aside. Yeah. as as more implied i think that would have worked better but the fact that she goes from this psycho has shown up at work to oh my god someone's singing along with me in the shower yeah. and it's a bloke <laughs> like that's horrifying yeah. that might, yeah. that would be terrifying and then mm. but like he, he comes he comes back again and she's like yeah i'll go out with you and then they walk around a bit and then they're smooching and they're a full-on couple and they have a kid. How does he know it. how to kiss as well? If he's an elf who's never basically kissed it's before, like it—it's it, it, <laughs> just—and it's—it's because it's a Christmas movie for kids and you need. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's just one of the elements, and it's fine. Like I feel like I'm being incredibly negative, but I'm only being mm. negative 
compared to... The story to, doesn't, yeah. Compared it's a really to funny the glowing, <laughs> like how much people adore this film. And I think, and there's some really funny laugh out loud moments, all entirely from Will Ferrell, mm. um, being Will Ferrell, almost certainly improvised on the set. And that's why he got hired and he does a great job with it. But like, if, if you're going to say to me, it's Christmas time, are you going to watch It's a Wonderful Life or Elf? I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Like what? Jesus, what are you, what are are you? talking about? <laughs> Bloody hell! I mean that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, or, or Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay, yeah, Die Hard. Or, go. Right, okay, or, but, or Elf would be a difficult. Decision. I'm just trying to piss off everyone <laughs> <laughs> that I can. There's two uh, controversial scene jokes in this film, Ross. What do you think about then the shower scene and I guess the dwarf oh, scene? Oh my god! Because it's it's odd because it's like. We're 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 not making fun of it, but we're making fun of it because we're making fun of it. It's like we're not we're not having we're not we're really having a dwarf jokes because we he's in on it and you know and his buddy is it was it funny back then? I guess you never watched it, guys. So it's hard for you to understand. <laughs> I think, it, but like they're... the naivety of Buddy, is it all right enough for you to kind of laugh that away? I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> they get away with it because Buddy literally deals with elves, so he's like. And it's the naivety <laughs> and the childlike aspect of him that, yeah, yeah. that, that it, they get away. I mean, it's still a little bit like... Yeah, it's, like, the, oh. it's that difficult thing where mm. their intention is not to mock a person with dwarfism in any way. It is to show it's a funny... It like oh, is that thing? Yeah, yes. on paper, it is a funny thing to happen and to propel the story <laughs> forward. Yeah. But the the like byproduct of that is that you are still inviting people to laugh at to laugh at a joke which is about uh, a, a grown adult man calling someone with dwarfism an elf and yeah, yeah. doing it repeatedly when they keep saying please don't yeah and and that's it, it yeah it's i don't think there was any malice but mm. i don't think it would i uh, i don't I... think it would make it into a movie now I had a thought because when um, Buddy was in the shower, uh, not perving, just singing along with Jovi <laughs> and all that lot, um, and I was a bit like, I had, a, I had, a, I had a, a bit of a laugh when he kind of hit his head and then went down. But I was like, yeah, is it all right to laugh at that because it, he's naive and he's not supposed to know? But then again, back in the North Pole, there were women yeah, elves. There. Yeah, that's I the saw thing. A few, he was so. His... I'm. Geez, he just go yeah. into the women's shower. Is <laughs> well, that no, okay? Like, in elf land? Like, that's what's going mad. On there? Is like, surely. Papa Elf would have been like, make sure you I, don't do that in in women's in women's uh, yeah, well, showers because that's a bit weird, uh, buddy. And he's like, okay, Papa. <laughs> when uh, no, no, apparently not. Papa Elf just yeah. lets him do his thing. It's fine in the North Pole, but yeah, I mean, he Santa gave him like three bits of advice before leaving, and one was like, don't eat chewing gum, which he immediately did. Yeah. Don't eat, don't eat like yellow snow, and and don't go to like. 10 of the 11 Ray cafes or something. Yeah, he could have given some better advice, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, like I I would not put like I would not choose this Christmas movie out of every movie. Like I would probably mm. pick Jingle all the way over this. I was going to mention um, yeah, whoa. between Jingle and this then. What would you, uh, what would you pick? I would definitely wow. pick Jingle all the way yeah. over this. 100%. Oh, that's so hard. Rewatching Jingle last last like couple of weeks and stuff. I I truly love that movie for how <laughs> ridiculous it is. And I do agree. Like going about it now, if you went in, if you took this, this story now, um, 
I think they would go a bit more ridiculous and stuff. And uh, and that, yeah, I, I did, as soon as it left the North Pole in the stop animation, uh, yeah, it did kind of... Uh, it was just uh, an advert. It, it was just something. an advert for different buildings in New York. And like, mm. um, it's, it's, that, it's that sort of coming to America sort of thing where it's someone naive to like city life comes and does loads of random shit that they've never seen before and it's like yeah <clears throat> there's one thing i always love in uh, christmas movies as well when parents meet like santa santa's real and then parents meet him um drew as speaking as a, as a parent <laughs> would you not be so pissed off at santa and just attack him and be like mate you owe me so much fucking money if you were real and could have been making this shit this whole time well uh, yeah it's i mean it's that thing where it, it, it's such an inconsistency in the movie because Santa <laughs> is so many. Santa is <laughs> real and delivers yeah. presents to everyone, but mm. the grown-ups don't believe in him. And it's like, well, what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck do yeah. you think has been <laughs> happening for your entire life? Yeah, you didn't buy that. <laughs> you didn't buy. It's everyone. Yeah. Is it just assuming that adults? stop believing in Santa and then immediately assume that if they have a partner, that their partner buys all the yeah, presents and yeah. there's never any discussion on any I level. The, I love the idea of like your boy opening up like a Turbo Man or something at Christmas and you turning to your wife going like, oh, well done. And she's like, I thought you bought it. And you're just like, who the fuck's been in my house? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like giving my kid presents. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's um... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had my first Christmas present related mishap with Archer. Oh, yeah. Um, he we he's he's wanted this Jurassic World Allosaurus that's been on a shelf in Asda for months because no one wants merch from that not very good movie <laughs> except my son and we kept and we kept on being like all right look we'll maybe maybe we'll get it for Christmas and so I I got it and it, it stayed in the boot of the car for ages and then we were like oh we'll just bring that in and then we we're busy doing other stuff all of a sudden he saw it. We, we get Arch home, he immediately sees it, um, like clocks it. Like he can see like a quarter of an inch of the yeah, packaging. Yeah, man. Kids are sneaky. Yeah, man. Being, it, being a kid, I remember like as soon as like around this time when parents used to come in with big bags, I always used to see if I could see the labels or stuff kind of peeking through the bag. I was a bit like, oh, yeah. yeah. You got to be sneaky, man. But yeah, so it like, yeah, Em and I have learned our lesson, but Jesus Christ, like I've never seen him so distressed. I've seen this child <laughs> in in various states of distress and this mm. was the absolute worst. It took <laughs> oh. more willpower than I have ever, ever had to summon to not give him that goddamn toy. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, let's go. Uh, final thoughts around then final scores, unless anyone has anything else to say. I, 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 yeah, looking back now, it kind of like it would have been great if they kind of actually. Uh, no offense to Zoe Deschanel, great actress and everything like that. But if he, if he, if it was more a father son uh, story, which um, I watched a documentary on this, which the writer was like, oh yeah, you know, I want a father son story. It's like, oh, you could have had that where a buddy saved the, uh, you know, the the business in a in a more epic way or something. But yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 I agree. Mm. Go on, Roscoe, go for final thoughts and then and scores. Yeah, the I old, think uh... there was like elements of it that I didn't think needed it, the, it for the story, like the Zoe Deschanel stuff. I didn't think um, you didn't need that. I would have preferred them to really focus on that father-son um, thing, um, you know, the story and the fact. And, you know, and talk about, yeah, like the the fact that he gave well like this kid 
um, went missing into a sack and then <laughs> never seen again. Oh, um, he was orphaned, so was, no one's going to miss him. That was horrific. <laughs> like, just at the beginning when she's like, oh, maybe someone will want you by next Christmas. I was like, yeah. well, fuck. That's <laughs> the bleakest thing. Yeah. That's so horrible. <laughs> so yeah. I... I think, and then sorry, and then she walked in, and the baby's gone as yeah, well. Like yeah, how yeah. depressing is that? Doesn't doesn't do anything about it. Just goes, <laughs> oh well, he's probably dead. See ya. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> it escaped. Yeah. Um, so I would have liked them to focus more on like you know James Khan and 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 Will Ferrell's relationship in that, and it would have probably mm. been a more heartfelt Christmas movie for me. Um, I did like, you know, it is even though I, you know, said it is an advert for New York and stuff, I still liked those bits of him doing silly things like yeah. putting syrup on spaghetti and stuff and <laughs> um and jumping on a tree and things. Mm. Um so hmm I'm going to give it Oh. Uh, I won't give it under t- Three, I don't think. I'll give it three park rangers making um, people scared that they're going to kill <laughs> you. What are they like? What are they doing? Are they going to kill you? Like, are they going to trample you to death? Apparently, John Favreau wanted like completely ripped off the ring wraiths for that. His inspiration <laughs> yeah. was to make them look like the Nazgul. <laughs> I love okay, yeah. I love so, one's forgotten to show up as well. It's not four. <laughs> it's the three horsemen of the apocalypse. I think I'll give it, yeah, three. Three of yeah. three, yeah, park rangers out of five. Bloody hell. Whoa. Okay. What a, what a great Christmassy spirit. Drew, <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Say some nice things about the film. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I've already said them. Like, I the the performances are good. It, it's like Mary Steenberger does a great job with not very much. I really enjoy Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell is fantastic in this film. He's really, really good. James Kahn with not very much does does a lot. Ed Asner as Santa, really good. Um, the 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 guy who plays Papa mm-hmm. Papa Elf, yeah. like being so dry, really funny. The practical effects that they used for mm-hmm. all of those special effects fantastic what i will say is this is a christmas movie that i will absolutely watch with my kid while he is still interested in it and other kids are and i understand the nostalgia people of our age have for seeing it for the first time when they were 15 and when this kind of screwball (laughs) comedy was still very much in its infancy i can see why it had such a big impact but it's as as Christmas comedies go, it's probably the best Christmas comedy that is for kids that I know. But mm. if if you ask me whether I wanted to watch Elf or The Holiday, which is a which is a movie I've been kind of Stockholm I've been Stockholm syndrome into. Up. Let me stop you right there. I no I no hear the no, end no, of this sentence. <laughs> I I probably I probably pick The Holiday or Trading Places or any number of other funnier Christmas movies. you out in the fucking cold, not Matt. Um, <laughs> Home alone. So yeah, there we go. I'm still, I'm still, I'm more positive than Ross, apparently. I'm still going 3.5. Mm. 
Um, yeah. It is a recommendation. Like, it, it absolutely is a recommendation. Oh, sorry, Andy, you're in the sheet as well. You fill in. Mm. Um, it, <laughs> I would I would recommend that people watch it. It is fun. But it, it's it been overhyped for me for 19 years. Well, you should have seen it when it first came out then. That's your problem. <laughs> no, it's not. If you saw it when you first came out, you would have had the love and the nostalgia for it, so you can't see anything wrong with it. Look, I right? can't help it that this film's marketing campaign was ineffectual on me. That is, that's <laughs> speak to New Line. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, it's weird to think because this is where this was uh, maybe this probably was Will Ferrell's big breakout. Yeah. He had done Night at the Rock Street before this and SNL, but he wasn't a big movie star. This was kind of a big risk and stuff, so. If this came out now, yeah, you definitely would have seen it. Back then, mm. I guess you excused maybe for missing it, but not for 19 years, Jesus Christ. I mean, and we uh, never watched it. Bloody hell. But because, <laughs> it's, because it's just fine. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It, but Look even at though the I other Will it... Ferrell comedies that we've... Yeah. Like, if someone was mm. like, oh, should we watch Elf or fucking Step Brothers? We'd all be like, yeah. oh, yeah, Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if it's not a Christmas, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, so I do have this nostalgia tie to it. I do love it. I do see the problems. Um, I do think it's funny. Um, ridiculous at the start could be more everything the other boys said, but I'm going to give it a little bit higher. I think I'm going to give it, um, 4.25, unwrapped (laughs) presents in Santa's stocking. Uh, not uh, the the sleigh. I don't know if anyone realized at the end when Buddy and Sleigh, Buddy and Santa went off in the sleigh. All the presents were unwrapped. I mean, how lazy is Santa <laughs> yeah, got? We can't even fucking wrap. Jesus. Um, that, uh, oh, boys. Okay. Jesus. I guess he's been locked out, but we'll let him speak. Open. <laughs> someone open the door. No, it's too cold to open the door. Matt, Matt, open the letterbox and, and, and tell us what you thought of Elf. Are you now making me do SFX for a letterbox opening and having to try having to try an audio master the sound of Matt recording into a microphone into coming through a freaking letterbox? I do, yeah. No, Matt, God you have it. to record this through a letterbox. <laughs> through a letterbox. Please. <laughs> it would that would it would make my life so much that easier. Would be great. Yeah. Hi everyone, another note from the editor. In the end, Matt wasn't able to record his review, so I didn't have to do any SFX, which I'm very pleased about. Suffice it to say, he gave it a 5. He absolutely adores this movie with a frankly terrifying amount of childlike wonder, and he threatened to kill anyone who doesn't give it 5 stars. So um, hopefully you'll hear from us all again once Matt listens to this episode. Bye! All right, Matt. All right, shut the letterbox. It's cold out there. Um, right, so that gives us a final score Wait, of hold three on. points. Hold on, what? Matt gave it five. Matt gave it a full five. That is Matt gave it a full five. Matt, right? Matt's never coming on this podcast ever again. <laughs> no, <laughs> you boys are going to be punished because it's, you've it's just lost all your perfect, Christmas cheer. That's a perfect What's movie going on? score. Five. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with five. Matt, um, Matt rates it as highly as Mrs. Doubtfire. Encanto, Inception, yeah. Black Panther. Matt gives out fives like they're going out of fashion. <laughs> Flash Gordon, The Batman, The Mummy, 1999. Hated... Oh, no. Didn't he hate Flash Gordon? Oh, that was Danny's score. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Matt that... hated Flash Gordon. Yes, yeah, he did. Do. Yeah, yeah. We okay. have to get him on because we have to go. He, he's got to speak about Flash Gordon and Inception because he <laughs> yeah. apparently hates both. Yeah. So he can have, he can have his own episode where he just goes off on those. <laughs> but um, well done, Matt, for picking up the score. Five is maybe a bit too much, but I love the enthusiasm. Well done. 
Yeah. It's now time where my elves put down their work tools and pick up their pitchers as they pitch me their best sequel ideas. And then they sharpen their candy canes uh, as they come out and fight to convince me their pitchers are the best. Tis the season to be pitchy and bitchy. Let's go <laughs> Very for... Very good. Thank you very much. Let's go for Drew first. Okay. Are you ready? Your little title and your uh, your little blurb. Um, so my title is Elf 2 colon Elves. I thought about doing the alien aliens thing and just calling it Elves, but um, <laughs> as, as you'll see, I need the brand recognition of oh, Elf. Okay. So when the Krampus... And his legion of South Pole elves, famous for their surly nature and wrestling skills, as I discovered because <laughs> I because I bought the extra special cheer and sing along version that pops up random elf and buddy facts through the freaking movie. <laughs> Krampus and the surly wrestling elves kidnap Santa. It's up to his son Nick and a crack team of elves to get him back oh, to for save fuck's Christmas. Sake. What? Nothing. Don't worry. You'll find out when I do my pitch. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I was like, as soon as you said, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, no. All right. It's so going to be. Did, we, me and Drew definitely didn't look at each other's pitches. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I did not look at Ross's pitch. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Opens with Papa Elf, uh, Bob Newhart's Papa Elf telling the audience so again you set it up as much as possible that he's telling a story how 20 years after buddy's big adventure christmas came under threat again we go to the south pole it's all stop motion animated but everything's weird and scary like there's a a messed up penguin and the other animal is a leopard seal that keeps trying to eat it but they're also friends um (laughs) and then we meet krampus played by al pacino hopefully um, complaining since the stunt in New York City, people's faith in Christmas has been s- renewed so much that his business of making the magical coal to go in the stockings of people on the naughty list is basically on the verge of collapse. There's only a few people holding out. Um, <laughs> and and his elves are really unhappy because they're all bored <laughs> and they're going to mutiny. So he wants a big gesture to win over his elves. And he announces just a few weeks before Christmas, it's time they showed everyone who's boss. Cut to the North Pole. The elves are busy making all the toys. They're complaining it's really hard to keep up with making all the electronics because it's 2022, 2023 when this movie comes out. Um, Santa, because Ed Asner has passed away, I propose either Brian Blessed or Robert De Niro for the Pacino mm-hmm. connection, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm happy with either. Santa comes in, he gives a big speech. They've got to work harder. He looks quite harried and quite stressed out, like it's... Christmas is getting more difficult for him. But then his son Nick comes in. I propose being played by Andrew Garfield because he's funny. Ooh, Good energy okay. off Andrew Garfield. And he gives a sort of happier, uplifting. He's a bit nerdy. He's a bit dorky, but he sort of lifts everyone up and the elves get back to work. <clears throat> then all the lights go off. The South Pole elves come in in like a special operations raid in, in <laughs> elf spectrum spec ops gear so it's all really bright colors and the night vision goggles make everything look rainbow colored and they (laughs) subdue the elves by shooting sour candy into their mouths which they just can't handle or it's like lemon juice water pistols and they 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 shoot a gun that ties up santa and nick separately with um with with ribbon and wraps them up like a present krampus comes in tells santa he's been making him look bad takes him to the south pole He'll miss Christmas. Everyone will stop believing him and everyone will be naughty forever. It will be terrible. Krampus leaves. Uh, 
Mrs. Claus comes in. I want Susan Sarandon. I think that would work. Everyone's sad. They don't know what they're going to do. But Mrs. Claus is like, Nick, this is your time to shine. You've got all those designs for high, making the workshop high tech and being able to keep up and things. I'll stay here and get the elves building your designs. You've got to go and save your dad. So that happens, uh, basically. That, and uh, I do have more, but, you know. <laughs> we we know how this is going to happen. To credits. Um, so Nick Nick sets off on his journey. You have a funny bit in Canada with people saying "a" and other stereotypical <laughs> funny Canada jokes that kids will get. Um, he makes it to New York and he stops in to see Buddy. And we we see we see Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel and we get an actress to play their daughter. Um, but actually, because James Caan has passed, his his Howard has died. And so Buddy's like, I, I would, of course, I'd come and help, but I've got to deal with this. And you have a, it's kind of, Buddy's still Buddy and he still has some funny stuff and like hugs people whenever he meets them and, and leaves. But mm. it's sort of touching and it's about father and sons and he gets to reminisce about his relationship. Nick, I think you said Howard, but I'm guessing you meant Walter. I did mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Um, I did mean that. And so Nick is then like, oh, no, Buddy was the plan. Like, he's a success. He's got money and resources and things. What are we going to do? And he's literally walking down the street and has a meet cute with Anna de Armas playing Gloria. And he literally oh, knocks nice. everything out of her arms. He picks the things up. She asks why he's in such a rush. He's completely honest. He tells her everything. He's like, I'm I'm Santa's son. He's been kidnapped. <laughs> She's one of the few people that doesn't believe. But because he's so earnest and nice... She agrees to help him. She thinks it's fake, but then she meets the elves and quickly comes around. They need to get to the South Pole. Gloria's father is a pilot, and he can get them there. Her father, Francisco, call back to the first movie, Francisco. Um, yeah, that's nice. that's that's nice to see. Um, played by Antonio Banderas, agrees to help, and you have nice. a, a sequence where they have to steal a plane, and they have a big ethical argument about we'll all go on the naughty list and that's a sacrifice we're going to have to make. And then they all agree they'll try and put it back and they'll steal one that won't be used for a few weeks. So no one will know. Um, and so, Polite theft. Yeah, exactly. And they put it back. No one will ever know. Um, and it's kind of, you're getting into the war movie spoof stuff at this point. They fly to the South Pole. They break into the base. It's all cartoony, uh, uh, like the North Pole. And it's basically just a silly version of Rogue One where they're desperately trying to get into the facility and the elves are being picked off one by one like by <laughs> insane Christmas traps and really stupid stuff. Um, eventually Nick and Gloria get captured in a trap. They're thrown in a cell with Santa and he's given up. He's too old. He's tired. He can't keep up. He says that they should just let Christmas go. Nick tries to win him round, but he can't. And because Nick's always been in his father's shadow, he gives up too. And then Gloria who's never believed in Christmas before, gives a really big speech about how important it is. And even for people who don't believe it's magical, they've got to keep the magic. And then she starts singing. Uh, what did I say she was going to sing? Uh, she starts singing Holly Jolly Christmas and it echoes through the air vents and the distraction lets the other elves do their Kung Fu escape. Um, they and, and so the thing about South Pole elves being famous for their wrestling is one of the elf facts that pops up in the movie. <laughs> Um, and so, I was wondering where that came yeah. from. Um, and so they, uh, 
they 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 like have a wrestle fight and they're like oh but but we south pole elves are famous for our wrestling skills and the north pole elves are like well just because we're not famous for it doesn't mean we're not good at it um they free nick santa and gloria they have the showdown with krampus you basically find out krampus and santa are brothers but they they've not dealt with it for ages because krampus was the black sheep of the family insert joke more like a goat because of the horns am i right um he went the opposite way from santa because he wanted to make a name for himself but he still failed and then we have the touching reunion santa says he never realized how hard it must have been to live in his shadow and the camera lingers on nick as well and he wants him to help krampus immediately becomes good the surly elves come round. they take krampus's heavy metal rock sleigh and fly back to the north pole the surly elves and krampus help help mate rebuild the workshop and everything gets going they're going super fast and there's a montage of clocks ticking down to the alarms on christmas morning it's a race against time but then they get all the presents delivered just before um just before the alarms go off and in the end santa retires hands the reins to nick like reindeer um (laughs) says he'll need a mrs claus and we get a little sweet smile between nick and gloria cut to next christmas nick and gloria their buddy has come back to visit papa krampus their grumpy elves they're making cool toys the end sorry that was really long (laughs) <laughs> very nice no it was good as well I, was, I like I like the pressure you put on Gloria at the end as well to be uh, to join this family and take this position well and uh, <laughs> and maybe, Sorry, maybe so, well, no, no, just no. me I can imagine I can imagine everyone looking to her as a really sweet moment she's like uh, oh, no, just met this guy <laughs> I mean yeah I, I was I, I thought about putting something in there of being like well of like mm. he Nick says something like, "Well, Christmas, no, she has to. She has it. to choose." But I'm, I am trying to make this a kids' movie, and that's yeah. just one of the conventions. And there has to be a Mrs. Claus in inverted commas. Mm. So there we go. Well done, well done. Very interesting. Um, yeah, I've got a couple questions. Mm-hmm. I guess first one, just so I can picture it more in my mind. Um, Al Pacino yep. and his elves. They're not stop motion. They're actual no, they're, they costumes are, of people. Yeah, they're they're yeah. yeah. But everything around is stop motion. Yeah, that's exactly fine. the well, same as the North Pole. Yeah, can, can you give us a quick rundown of what Krampus looks like? Um, well, Krampus is so it's hopefully how out. much how much of his of his face as well was it going to be like heavy prosthetics or because it's a it, a kids movie do you not need that much? No, it won't owl. be. It it will just be Al Pacino's face, but he's he's huge, huge on. and hairy <laughs> with horns. Good. I like, okay. <laughs> Um, brave move not to go with Buddy, the, the protagonist. What was uh, the thoughts behind that? I feel a bit bad. It, this is another one of my sly, like, um, backstabby moves. Will Ferrell has repeatedly said and reportedly turned down $25 million mm. to return as Buddy in Elf 2. He does not want to do it. He doesn't want to be in the costume again. And so I was like, well, I can't, you can't make it about Buddy and not have him in the costume. Okay. But I, I hopefully he would consent to joining as a, uh, in a, as a cameo in a normal yeah. suit and getting to show where Buddy got to. So that's mm. why, like, I, of course I wanted to do Buddy that then all the stuff that I read that was like, he's just flat out says no every time it's brought <laughs> up without question. I was yeah. like, I can't do it. And I completely understand if if you pick Ross's and Buddy is is the star, that's that's fine. I'm not going to argue against that. If Ross has the better movie, but I couldn't 
I, I just immediately lost the picture of Will Ferrell doing it when I read that he wouldn't actually do it. And maybe yeah. that's me taking this too seriously, which of course it is. Um, but there we go. Uh, last question. You kind of answered it, but going a bit more. Then uh, tell me the difference more between Buddy's character and Andrew Garfield. You said he's a bit nerdy and a bit... Um... Yeah, he's nerdy. So how, is he di- how is he different from me, yeah, Buddy? It's it. He's nerdy. He's maybe a little bit naive, but he's more... He he's not as childish. More of the comedy will come from the the troop of elves, who I realise I literally haven't even named. They will, of course, have names and characteristics and conflicts between each other and various other things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's it, it's it's another father son film, but it's about living in someone's shadow, despite them being amazing and yeah, and wonderful okay. and loving you, rather than neglectful father so it is the the comedy isn't yeah he he's not buddy he is decidedly not buddy sure that's good yeah i was just wondering if um if andrew not like he would you not like he'd be directed but is andrew garfield just trying to be buddy or has he uh got his own characteristics yeah i i i wouldn't i wouldn't want that yeah not that i think andrew garfield could probably do it but yeah 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 good very good. All right, then, Ross, over to you, son. Whenever you're ready, your title and, and blurb, please. Elf 2. That's it. Um, <laughs> with... Hold on, let me just take that in for a second, because that, that, that's creative. Yeah. With, <laughs> with Santa captured by a mysterious enemy. Yeah! To, um, yeah. With a mysterious enemy to the holiday season, Christmas <laughs> as a whole is in jeopardy. Elf must step up. Oh, Buddy the Elf must step up to the plate. Elf? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's got a name. <laughs> yeah. Buddy the Elf um, must step up Soldier. to the plate. Either find uh, Santa or deliver the presents around the world before it's too late. <laughs> Protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> we open the movie uh, and we very see... Good. Okay, when you're ready. We open the movie and we see Buddy talking out loud. We don't know who he's talking to, but he's saying stuff like, I miss you, etc. Um, we then see Buddy is at a graveyard, and it turns out he's t- talking to his father, who unfortunately <laughs> passed away. R.I.P. James Carlin. Um, we then see him introduce wow. his daughter, Susie, played by Chloe Grace Moretz. Mm. Moretz. Um, mm. This is mainly for the audience, but this is the first time she has left the North Pole and Buddy is showing her the real world. Um, so then we have a montage of Buddy showing Susie all American things. And this gives us to show off the New York <laughs> as a holiday destination <laughs> for touris- tourism. Uh Tourism, yeah, tourism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck, I can't weirdly, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the door. Uh, the, so they do like the door revolving thing. They go on an all you eat, can, eat buffet and squirt syrup on everything. <laughs> they go to a hockey game and then Buddy, um, Buddy manages to get on the ice and then everyone's like he's amazing and people cheer and they're like buddy you're amazing yeah yeah fucking yeah <laughs> uh, but there's some tension there as Susie isn't as loud and as funny as buddy so she's kind of resents her dad a little there's like that that tension there um 
They go to a zoo and Buddy ends up getting all the penguins to follow him or maybe he gets brought into one of the penguins' families and he has to feed the young one with his own sick or something. (laughs) You know, classic Will Ferrell stuff. Um, They do a few more, which I can't be asked to write out. Um, Spattered in between these scenes, there is some daddy-daughter time. Buddy can't really connect with his daughter and he struggles kind of like his dad with him. Um, whilst they're doing this, uh, whilst they're doing the last tourism advert, Buddy uh, and Susie are interrupted by his adopted Papa Elf. Yes, he's still alive. Um, he tells him that he has to come to the North Pole as something bad has happened. So they travel back and find out that Santa's been kidnapped. Um, they panic because it's Christmas Eve and they need Santa to deliver the presents. They show Buddy a carrot that was left in Santa's room. Uh, he thinks nothing of it and pockets it. So, begr- so begrudgingly, Buddy accepts to take on the role of Santa. We then get a training montage of him getting ready, maybe like eating mince pies, pouring milk in... Uh, in his mouth like Kurt Angle did in WWE. Um, He has one last thing to train on, and that's the sleigh, uh, which he smashes into one of the toys' workshops, and the elf that got crushed in the first one gets crushed again. Um, Susie manages to ace all of her training, however. Buddy has a crisis of confidence and believes he can't do it. He shuts himself in his room and starts to watch TV. It's Looney Tunes. He sees Bugs Bunny and then he pulls the carrot from his pocket. He has an idea and goes goes to his papa and asks him to find a book on all the holiday figures, like the holiday um, people. He looks looks up the Easter Bunny (laughs) and thinks he might or they might be involved. So Buddy and Susie don't have any time to spare. They travel to Easter Island and locate a secret... (laughs) Which is actually where the bunny is from, Easter Island. Um, They travel to Easter Island and locate a secret bunny kingdom. Now, these are like real bunnies, like CGI. Uh, They talk and sometimes they walk like humans and carry spears and stuff. Um, (laughs) They get taken into the Easter Bunny and he's voiced by James L. Jones. Um, He he informs Buddy that he did, in fact, steal... Uh, Santa and kidnap him and then they captured him um, (laughs) because they want the world to forget about Christmas and remember Easter Uh, (laughs) they are about to capture Buddy and Susie but Buddy blows on this horn thing and this is a callback to the news team uh, assemble in Anchorman Um, and suddenly hundreds of elves appear and there's a big battle between bunnies and elves Uh, you can insert some funny mock war scenes maybe someone like with his guts out but it's tinsel and he's Um, they find eventually bunny manages uh, buddy manages to beat the easter bunny and find santa and they take him back to the north pole um who knows if he'll come back into future films who knows um now obviously i know that this the santa actor played him is uh, unfortunately died so either you can do it like 
respecting him being that person and only showing little bits of him or from behind or something, or we can recast him. I don't really know. Um, Santa reveals his hands are injured and he still can't ride the sleigh, so he urges Buddy and Susie to do it. Buddy says yes, but Susie says no. And her and Buddy then have the heart-to-heart. Susie feels she's never going to be like her dad, but Buddy tells her, you don't need to be like me. You're perfect the way you are. Um, Mm. They hug and they get on the sleigh and Susie's (laughs) driving. Then there's a montage of them going round delivering presents, maybe insert some last comedy scenes uh, with um, her and him as well. Um, They get back to the North Pole and Christmas is saved once again. End of movie. Post-credit scene. The, (laughs) The Easter Bunny is in this room with a circular table and sat around it we see... St. Patrick, Baby <laughs> New Year, <laughs> Uncle Sam, <laughs> a turkey, <laughs> and Cupid. Easter Bunny says, this oh. is the last time we'll be overlooked. It's time to take down St. Nick. <laughs> In the movie. Turn everything into the Fast and Furious franchise, don't you? You spin it anywhere you like. Uh, wow, that's... Yeah, and, Vin, and Vin Diesel's there as well. <laughs> yeah, Vin yeah. Diesel's there. Yeah. Yeah. Annoyed, annoyed that Fast and Furious doesn't have a holiday yet. <laughs> a holiday, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love a turkey. Is a turkey there to represent Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was trying to... I didn't know what... I didn't know what, like, figure they have for Thanksgiving. So it's just a turkey, oh, yeah, it's a turkey, it's a turkey. Or, or pilgrims, and the yeah. turkey is the far funnier choice. Yeah. Especially yeah. if the turkey. turkey doesn't speak. It just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there well, you go. Um, okay, yeah. A couple of a couple of questions, I guess. Um Go for it. Um, <laughs> why tell me more about Buddy and Susie's relationship? Why don't they kind of get along? So they do, they do get along, but like Buddy's always striving. Like every time he's like, "Oh, did you see that?" She's like, "Yeah, it's great." Um, and she kind of like resents the fact that he's so popular and that she's again got lots to live up to, like with him. Um kind of a little bit similar to drew's uh in that sense of like you know it's it's that thing of her feeling inadequate and then like he also feels like he but then he gets frustrated because he can't connect with her um and then yeah and i think that's the that's the relationship obviously it will develop over those scenes that they have together i couldn't obviously put every single scene but yeah that's Mm. the sort of relationship they have and then at the end like buddy buddy like goes finally has a heart to heart with her when she says no when she doesn't want to help because she doesn't think she can do it even though she can because she can drive the say like really well um buddy's like uh, that's the first time that they've opened up together and like she said i just feel like oh i'm just like trying to live up to being like as funny and as cool as you and she's like you don't need and he's like you don't need to be you're perfect the way you are uh, that's yeah. the sort of relationship okay. arc they have mm. um 
the all-you-can-eat buffet you mentioned they have at the start is that an actual buffet or is that just more bubblegum off the street no 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 it's an actual <laughs> like they'll go they'll do like loads of typical new yorker things yeah. um, I, just, I don't know i would find funnier them like stuffing themselves with an all-you-can-eat or literally them either side or maybe him eating the uh the bubblegum and she's yeah. just like you know looking so um, like but yeah no that'd be quite fun they go to this all-you-can-eat buffet and they're sprinkling mm. syrup over everything and there's like someone waiting to like put some in and they go okay yeah, would you yeah, like yeah. some and he, the person's probably <laughs> like no i'm okay thanks um so as it's a christmas family film yeah um tell me about this big end fight on easter island with the bunnies that have spears um how how because I, I assume it's not gonna be like a snowball fight which you might have as ah, they might fight. do they might bring so how, how is this gonna be a family friendly fight that eventually um well it's uh, it, i was only wins. joking with having like a person with their guts out with well, tinsel but it can, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah but how was it can be it can I, i'm helping ross with this because that's yeah. hilarious it, it's not mm. it, it's not his it's not that his guts are tinsel he's he's been knocked out and he's in pain and some of his costume has spilled yeah, away exactly. and it looks like his guts are out as tinsel <laughs> yeah you it's just mo- i think it's it's a comedy it's a spoof of a comedy like fight there's no actual mm. violence they're not actually killing the they're not actually killing the rabbits they're like just punching them or something or i don't know they get kicked <laughs> or something or they throw um, little rabbit poo pellets at them and stuff and, yeah. um, it's not going to be like uber violent it's it's yeah. more comedy and and that's why the easter bunny doesn't like get killed or anything he just gets like knocked out or something i don't know um but yeah 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 okay fair play fair play well let's not hold off any longer uh let's get straight to the debate section boys Fight out. Convince me why your pitch is the best for the final winner of 2022. Oh, my God. Don't forget to go for their jingle balls and fight. <laughs> okay. Tell me why yours is the best. Come on. All right. It's very hard. I, I, this is you, you both have very good pitches. Well done. Uh, and it honestly is going to be this is this is going to this is you're going to have to literally convince me why. Yeah, I should, I'm I should I'm this. I'm going to I'm going to start by saying mm. like by giving props to Ross because Ross has brought the screwball comedy more of it that I wanted in the first movie. And sure. that and that's really good. And it like the absurdity, the proper Will Ferrell anchorman absurdity that is so freaking good. Mm. My my negatives against Ross and why I feel like mine is better are <laughs> they're really, really picky. Um <laughs> like, so for, for the, it. It, it it's stuff like it's the first time Susie's left the North Pole, but at the end of the movie, Papa Elf specifically says, "Buddy comes back to visit occasionally." Like he's a famous children's author. They, they, they go. They, they live in New York. That's <laughs> they, fair. Um, That's fair. And at least my baddie is a is a baddie and has a redemption arc where Ross's baddie is actually a beloved <laughs> mythical. I don't know. It's not a mythical. It's. <laughs> a beloved fictional creation that children across the world love and it is really funny like and the council the council <laughs> of other holiday th- it's a little bit rise of the guardians but yeah. that, that's fine um but yeah it, it's it's more logical stuff i really liked ross's but a will ferrell said he wouldn't come back b that it directly contradicts the end of the first movie c Oh, uh, uh, James Earl Jones has retired from acting. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, acting, not voice acting. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. I mean, if he but if yes, he maybe. if he doesn't want to do Darth Vader anymore, I don't think he's going to want to do the Easter Bunny. Um, but yeah, I'll so give him money. I'll give him money. In well. in the spirit of Christmas, I'm being very positive with this. I'm pointing out my nitpicks, but I really like. You heard me laughing. It was really funny. <laughs> I think you should pick mine because I have uh, Will Ferrell in it. Yes, he might not want to be in it in the real world, but we are making up sequels um, of true, what we true. would like to see. Um, I give you the the screwball comedy that I would have liked to have seen, like uh, Drew said, uh, with the fast, like still, you know, we literally saw... Uh, stop animation whale so like I wanted to uh, I wanted <laughs> if this is a world where there's shit like that in it then why can't there be an Easter bunny um, I think Drew's is good like Drew's has a lot of heart to his uh, I you know it's a bold choice not to have Will Ferrell in it and that's commendable that he's um, stuck by what Will Ferrell has said in the real world um, I I think his has got a little bit more his is a little bit more down to earth in in a sense not in a, like in the sense of the themes and stuff um but that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just there's I think yeah it's, it's I I've kind of I've tried to adopt the sort of down to earth side of the first movie and yeah. you've you've gone now nah, we need more of the bonkers <laughs> yeah. side yeah, yeah so it's basically which side you want to go down, whether you want to go down the bonkers side or whether you want to go <laughs> yeah. down the more down to earth mm. in your sequel, uh, which you want to pick. Uh, but they are both good. And um, yeah, that's, you know, the, with the Christmas spirit, it, the choice is up to you, Andy. Um, yeah. Ooh, well, there. Yeah. Very, yeah, that is a very good way of putting it. I've got, I could literally lean one way or another. Do, do we make, um, I, do we make I, this the I, first I, ever tie and just get Matt to host the next episode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up as well, like if I, um, I like if I was arguing yours, Ross, and I love the, I love the idea of the conch bringing elves. But where do the elves come from? That's one thing I forgot well, to magic. ask as well. They're magic. Where they, oh, okay. They just turn up. Yeah, okay. they're magic. The idea of like hundreds of elves just maybe like running on the water yeah. or something or just appearing. With the Avengers yeah. music. Um, Even though it's owned well, by Warner Brothers. Yeah, I see him doing that. And then he goes, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm bringing the thunder. And then you go, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> You have like loads of elves. Yeah. He's but like, with, but he's but like with, I'm with, passing you my buddy elf a Christmas power. Version, only for the moment, though. A Christmas version of yeah, that song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ding, 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 with jingle bells. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but I, I, would, I would counter Andrew Garfield mm. as, as Santa Claus's son. That's freaking gold. He's hot stuff. <laughs> he's hot stuff right now. Mm, but he's, I've, he's, I've got to try not, and fight. He's not Will Ferrell, though, is he? Though Will Ferrell's still in it. Mm. Yeah, in a suit. In a suit, just going. Yeah, I'm pretty boring now because uh... no, he's still <laughs> silly. He's just as sad as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's super happy. He's just getting over the death of his father. Yeah, like, yeah come on in. He's, I'll give you a cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, yeah. He's actually he's super positive. <laughs> Like he, there's no indication that his father has died yeah. until he says, "Oh no, I Complete can't. I've got to denial. sort my, I've got to sort my father's funeral." <laughs> <laughs> All right, D 
ding ding. Let's call it there. That's very so hard. Which way do I want to lean? Which way do I want to lean? I like Drew's like love the idea of Krampus trying to save like his coal business and the idea of giving coal to kids and stuff like that. Um uh yeah I, I do like the casting Al Pacino I probably oh I don't know he's tempted to go with De Niro just for the pairing but I might go blind blessed it's a great cast yeah I would say it's got more heart uh in yours uh especially yeah with the brothers coming to, at the end but does it suffer from not having Will Ferrell as the star would I personally go see an elf two if he wasn't the star? It's a, it is as much as, as you'd as, still yeah, have but, him on the poster. He would appear prominently in the trailers. <laughs> that'd and the be poster. really small though, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. he? Yeah, no, no, like, absolutely. Oh, he'd be the main focus. <laughs> yeah, elf two minutes. Yeah. He's in for it. <laughs> very good. Uh, very good. Ross, um, <laughs> I, I like. I both like the, the the idea that Santa's kidnapped. I think it's such a it's an easy idea to go for Christmas, but like a good strong one. Yeah. Um. Uh, I like the idea, the montage of Buddy training. Um. Mm. Um. I do. Yeah. I like that. It's definitely the screwball yes screwball that I wanted the first one, and I like the Easter Buddy being the bad guy. I think that's ridiculous. Um. <laughs> I do prefer Drew's bad guy motivation. Um, you know, it's a bit stronger and therefore the redemption is a bit stronger. I also was wondering if your like act two is quite enough. But then I thought I would move your post credit scene. And this is the bit where now am I changing your pitch? Because I'm I, if I was gonna make if I if <laughs> hey, I was gonna have you your want. pitch. Yeah, if I was gonna have your pitch, I would move I would take out your post credit scene and put it to act two. So Buddy's going around all these like holiday uh, people getting clues about Santa and then ends up at the Easter Bunny. Yeah, yeah. But I, mm. I thought I was like, yeah. I mean, obviously, I massively left it like quite quick in in his his <laughs> assumption that it's going to be fucking the Easter Bunny <laughs> by just watching Bugs Bunny and a Looney Tunes. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But the carrot is great. Like, I think that's <laughs> the, the first time in any of our pitches where we've been like, we're planting mm. a seed for later in the movie, which good movies do all the time. It's Chekhov's <laughs> carrot. Yeah, it's Chekhov's <laughs> carrot. I can even imagine. I can imagine the sound. You know, like Wonder Woman's like theme tune. So when every time we, she's mentioned, we get like a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We first see the carrot and we can hear Bunny. Bunny's uh. <laughs> Bunny's music. Oh, it's so close. Because uh, say Drew's got a very good, perfect, near perfect pitch, and Ross's is good. But what I would have to change a little bit. So which one do I lean more for? Oh, it's very close. But I'm just just gonna give it to Ross hey! because I think the fair. ridiculousness does work very well. And to be fair, I think yeah, I would I would put that act two in. Um, so we get more of the will. I also think like, it'd be a good idea. would be a good chance to show the relationship more between him and um, and Chloe, not Chloe, um, Susie. Susie. But yeah, it Susie, is Chloe yeah. the one that because I can see them that. having like an Inspector Gadget Penny relationship where she's more serious. And yeah, then, yeah. And he's he's all mental and stuff like that. But yeah. very well done, like, Drew. Being uh, being, being entirely honest, Ro- I, if I would choose Ross's. In, in yeah. an ideal world, that I love, is the sequel I, I would George want story. to see. story. Yeah, Krampus. I say, if, you, if yours, yeah, if yours, yours had, um, good, yeah, if yours had Buddy as the uh, as the protagonist, I think it would have been yours. I mean, the thing is, um, I might just keep this and try and sell it as a spec script, and just it's not Elf Two. It's just a, a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. I think I've got a pretty good Christmas movie. Apart yeah. from, you can make a horror think, probably out of this as well. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Pat, that's patent, pending, patent pending, patent pending. <clears throat> yeah, copyrighted already. Yeah.
Well done, Ross. Uh, last winner of 2022. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, next year, we're going to shake things up a little bit on Sequel Pitch. Um, so stay tuned for that. So thank you to everyone who's listening to the episode and all episodes we released this year. We have such fun coming up with the sequel ideas and shitting on our friends' ideas. And we couldn't do that with it. Uh, we couldn't do without everyone listening and following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram under Sequel Pitch. And subscribing to our Patreon, Patreon slash Sequel Pitch. Uh, also, a quick shout out to all the guests uh, we've had on this year, including Jordan King, M at Verbal Diorama, and Mike Bithell, to name but a few. If you have a podcast and you have an idea for a movie you want a sequel to, get in touch with us, and we would love to have you on. So that's the last sequel pitch episode for the year, but don't worry, Santa won't leave you without giving you one last gift, the thing you want most. <laughs> It's another episode of Sequel Pitch! (laughs) As our next episode will be a wrap-up of the year's movies and sequels, uh, our biggest heroes, our biggest disappointments. We're going to go back over some of our favourite pictures and some more goodies, so stay tuned for that. Until then, it's goodbye from our runner-up, Drew Toynbee. Happy holidays, everyone. Our last winner of 2022, Ross Harmston. Did you hear that? Was that from Elf or yeah. was that from something else? Yeah. So when he burps and he goes, did you hear oh. that? Oh. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me, the last and come on, the best host of 2022, <laughs> Andy Henry. Remember, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud for all to hear. So leading us out of this episode, singing Santa Claus has come to town is our very own Ross Harmston. <laughs> Take it away, Ross. You better not cry. Oh, you God. better not cry. That's not spreading you Christmas cheer, that's spreading Christmas fear. You Jesus. cry, I'm crying, <laughs> you oh, are. No. Crying, oh, crying, no. crying, crying. Why is this Christmas song about crying? <laughs> you never had Christmas at my house. Lost <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a living, mate. <laughs> <laughs>